Hi, and welcome to Migrant Voices, a podcast giving a platform to the many voices of foreign domestic workers in Hong Kong. Today's interview will be with Jane, who specially requested to change her name. Jane and I have known each other for a very long time as she's lived in the same neighborhood, and she was very kind to share some of her life stories with me and also share her views and opinions and ideas about why it's so important to give voices to foreign domestic workers here in Hong Kong. Please enjoy. Hi, so can you introduce yourself for everyone today? Hi, good afternoon. I'm Jane. I'm from Philippines and I've been here in Hong Kong for 16 years and counting more. Well, um, being here in Hong Kong is like my, you know, second home. And I feel like living here like in a lifetime. I love Hong Kong. Great. So can you tell us a little bit more about your experience in Hong Kong? Was it enjoyable? Were there some difficult times? I enjoy much in Hong Kong, you know, the places and the transportation is really amazing that if you want to get the, to go to the place and you can just estimate exactly the time calculations and when you go somewhere else, uh, people are nice. And yes, other peoples are, you know, it's mixed, it's diversity, but you go somewhere they're very comfortable. And when you go to shopping malls, it's, it's very, you know, it's how to say that, very comfortable. And like for daily lives here is more fun because especially like nightlife and, you know. I see. So you said that you've been working here in Hong Kong for 16 years. That's been a very long time. Um, how do you feel? Because I know that, you know, your alaga will be going to college soon. So how do you feel? Oh, that's very sad because I've been with them for 16 years, especially the one that I've been having now. So she's going to be in university and it feels like I'll be isolated because I got no one here at home and all I got is that chairs, tables, and, you know, vegetables in the freeze and so on. Now, of course, the employers are there, but they can only, they're only here at nighttime and daytime they have to leave for work. So I think this is a very great challenge for me because for 16 years I've been with them, like all the ups and downs, the noises, things, happiness, and, you know, how to take care of them. This is like a lot of things to do, but in this year that they're going to be in the university, it's totally different, totally different. I hope I can adjust that one and see how. But I have to make myself busy. I think, I think that you're going to do very well. I really hope so. You know, being in Hong Kong for so long, I'm sure, you know, maybe on Sundays or when you talk to friends, you can sometimes hear about maybe the struggles of living in this city as a domestic worker, be it through just maybe at first the culture shock, you know, is so different here. Everyone speaks a different language or sometimes mistreatment from employers or things like that. So what are some of the things you've heard and how do you feel? Yeah, I heard a lot of stories from friends. Some are good, some are bad. Um, yeah, but we have to consider because we are in the place that with diversity in life. So the only thing that I can advise with them that just be true, be kind, and be nice, whatever it is, because we are in, we are not in our own country. We are here to work, so we have to be patient, and that's all. 
Yeah, I see. Do you how how do you meet people? How is the community network? Is it through Facebook? Do you meet them on street, or is it through neighborhoods? How do you make connections here in Hong Kong? Well. Since I'm here for 16 years, initially oh, at the beginning I met them like random or like in the streets, and then later on it develops like you know social media, Facebook, and sometimes others will come and go. So it it is not like the same friends, the same from this year all the way to the end. It's just different. So it's like clusters, or it become like you know connected with each other. I see. So I know that you're doing things in the legal field. You're much more active in the legal field. What empowers you to do so? Because I know that maybe some of the other, you know, workers in your position, they might feel scared. They might think, oh, you know, this could compromise my job, or oh, this, you know, I'm. It's a completely different jurisdiction and law system. So I'm very scared. How do you, you know, when you feel scared, what do you tell yourself, and how do you empower yourself to be in the legal system? Um, exciting question. Yes, um, basically for me, um, if I am in the right, I mean, if I have the right, I am in the right position. I don't let anyone to step into me. I, I this is my fundamental rights, my basic rights that I can exercise. That no one can, you know, cheat on you. So you have to fight for your own. And of course, it what makes me empowered because I mean, since young. I've been taught with my father that um, just be to yourself, true to yourself. And if someone really wants to, you know, uh, bully you or whatsoever, whenever it is not right, you have to fight for it. So don't be like quiet or do nothing. So if somebody will does something wrong with you, fight for it. That's it. That's a very good answer. I think it's a very inspiring answer. Um, Why do you think having a voice is so important? You know, it's difficult sometimes for people to speak up, but for you, it seems like you're very inclined to, you know, say what you truly believe. So, why do you think a voice is so important? And maybe how can you inspire others to also raise their voice and speak for themselves? Um, honestly, I think because of the friend that. Uh, surrounds me, like influence, like that, and I speak a lot of people. Those who are, how to say, they're in the white collar job, and like for the CEO and the friends. I have those lot of friends, and I get a lot of insights from them for they because they share with me the things that they have. I think that I learn from that, and of course, yeah. From I, I finished my university and I work in Philippines and I do a lot of trainings. I went to like. Developmental and you know social and everything. So th I think that that molds me. And until when I come here in Hong Kong, and I met some friends that are very you know, um, they, they're like those uh, very smart people that they they share what they, they they learn. And of course, when I also stay with my boss, my boss is very smart, and I learn a lot from them. That also makes me challenge that if they they can do, why can't I? So I feel like. Oh, my boss is really. I feel like they're like judge. They they're very smart. They can he she can really you know 
Yeah, I don't want to elaborate. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I think that it's very interesting that you know you can find inspiration from so many different people. I think it's not easy for people to do that, and I should really commend you for you know finding inspiration in the people around you. So maybe moving back to how. Do you, you know, connect with your own Filipino culture in Hong Kong? Do you do it through food? Do you do it through talking to other workers, or how do you like to continue your Filipino culture here in Hong Kong? Well, that may be quite uh, difficult because for those Filipinos also here in Hong Kong, they don't bring their culture in Philippines. They sometimes they adapt also how the people they they do their daily lives here. It's like. Yeah. It happened when we go back to Philippines. We act like we are in Hong Kong. So now we are in Hong Kong. It feels like we are like camouflaged with what Hong Kong's doing. So sometimes you have to adapt. We have to be flexible enough. We can't be like since we are Filipinos, we have to bring our culture here. It's different. It's totally different. I I think that that's a very fair judgment because I think that maybe some people like me because I'm not a domestic worker so I don't understand how it's like and also I've never left Hong Kong so I don't know how it's like to bring my own culture somewhere else so that's very insightful. What do you miss the most about home? I miss the most in my Philippine country. Yeah. I mean, I miss the most my parents. Nothing else. It's my parents because with them. I learned a lot. I mean, they brought me in this world with, with, surrounded with all the discipline and advices. So, although they are, we are very poor, but we are very sincere. So, although they are less educated, but they possess those attitude as those educated people. I think that I see that from you every day because it's very, you know, inspiring as well. Um, how you know? What do you hope for the future? What do you want to do? Oh, I, of course, I hope. Like ten years from now, I may be having a, you know, um, not retirement, but at least I'll be in the comfort life. And um, maybe I cannot elaborate because that's for my personal. Maybe I will settle down, or yeah. But at least ten years from now, I see myself. Um, relaxing in my home, in my hometown. I I think that I really hope that you feel really happy in the future because you seem very excited when you talk about it. Um, yeah, thank you so much for this talk. I've learned a lot, and I really wish you all the best.